welcome back to Hot Girls Read with Stina. Hey everyone, my name is Stina and I am the host of Hot Girls Read. Here we nurture our mind, body, and souls by reading personal development books. We discuss skills and techniques we learn from the text to manifest the lives we want. And we cultivate self-love to become the best version of ourselves. Nothing is hotter than a confident girl who is strong mentally, physically, and spiritually. We are back again talking about the book Law of Assumption by Let Zia. Today we are diving into the 12 laws of the universe. These are a set of spiritual principles that govern the universe and our place in it. Talking about these spiritual laws and incorporating them into our life will help us with our personal growth and increase our spiritual awareness. Each of these laws aligns with the law of assumption, which we know now is the belief that by assuming and visualizing a desired outcome as if it has already happened, we can manifest it into our reality. I hope you all enjoy the episode. Okay, so to start off, I want to talk a little bit about these 12 universal laws and God. God is the creator of our universe, and these laws really come down to mathematics, chemistry, and physics. Everything in the world that God created has to follow these laws because it is our how our world operates. Understanding these laws will help us understand ourselves, understand why our life has happened the way it has so far, and how we can actively have an impact on our future through conscious manifesting, which we talked about in last week's episode. There's a lot of information that goes into conscious manifesting, and it can be kind of overwhelming if you are new to the law of assumption and these 12 universal laws. So I definitely suggest doing your own research or more research even after listening to this episode because this knowledge will help you live your desired life filled with peace and love and satisfaction. If you are religious, you may question if this goes against your religion. Manifestation is talked about in the Bible. So again, I encourage you to do your own research to further understand these concepts. All right, starting with the law of oneness, the law of oneness. The law of oneness states that all things in the universe are connected and we are all part of the same whole. We are all love. We are all one consciousness living separate human experiences. So essentially God, our creator, we are all, we all have different bits and pieces of God. We are all one whole split into individuals. We are truly all brothers and sisters. Let Zia says that the law of assumption aligns with the law of oneness because when we assume or mentally visualize a desired outcome in our life, we are tapping into the collective energy of the universe and God, which aligns us with the greater good. So for example, on a spiritual level, that is why it feels good to do good things for others. It is essentially doing something good for yourself too, because we are all one. 
Number two is the law of vibration. This law states that everything in the universe vibrates at a specific frequency and our thoughts and emotions can influence our vibration. I've said many, many times before that gratitude is a high vibration emotion. So that's why keeping a gratitude journal to write in each morning sets us up for a day where we are vibrating at a high frequency. If you haven't listened to my gratitude meditation, you'll definitely want to go back and listen. This connects with the law of assumption because when we imagine our desire as if we already have it, we summon those emotions we would be feeling if we had the desire. And by doing this, we are raising our vibration to match the frequency of the desired outcome. And in it, we attract it into our reality. A lot of times people want to wait until they've received their desire before they feel the high vibration emotion, but the key is to feel it now as if you already have it. You can't want something if you feel like you already have it. By doing this, it takes the lack feeling out of the equation, and the feeling of lack is a low vibration feeling, so the key is to be grateful um and to feel as if you already have your desire. Number three is the law of action. This one is a little controversial with the law of assumption. Some people say in order to manifest, you have to take action, and others say that no physical action is required as long as you get into the state of the wish fulfilled. Often, it will naturally come to you. Your manifestation will naturally come to you come to you without having to take action. I've looked, read a lot into this. Um, Let Zia doesn't talk a lot about this. So I'm going to give you a little bit of my opinion of what I've read and seen so far. I think it's all about feeling good. If you are taking action out of desperation to receive your manifestation, then that's not in alignment. But if you're taking inspired action, which is action that you're really not consciously thinking about, but you do it and then looking back, you see how that inspired action brought you, brought your manifestation to you, then that's the way it's supposed to go because it's effort, it is effortless. Now you can still receive your manifestation by um, taking that action, but there's a difference between inspired action and um, and then just taking regular action. So for example, if you are wanting a new puppy and let's say it's your childhood best friend's um, birthday, so you give them a call to wish them a happy birthday and you haven't talked to this friend in a while, they tell you that they breed it their dog, which is the exact breed that you want, and then that leads you to getting your puppy. You didn't know that taking the action to call your friend would get you your puppy or your manifestation, but looking back, it was inspired action action. Taking action out of lack would be desperately calling all of the dog shelters in the area. Not that you can't do that, but one action is filled with stress and the other action was peaceful. There wasn't a lot of work required. You just happened to call your friend, got your puppy. Um, but, in, but the other action is stressful because you're calling around, you can't find the dog that you want, and it is stressful. Manifesting is meant to be easy. We are meant to live easy lives. When we try to force it with actions, we are causing negative emotions and feelings like stress and anxiety and trying to control the outcome. I hope that uh, example made sense. Number four, the law of correspondence. 
Our outer world is a reflection of our inner world. The thoughts we think dominantly will be pushed out into our outside 3D world. If we always think about our coworker to be someone who is annoying, who shows up late and isn't grateful, then that is the version of them we are going to experience. However, if we choose to think dominantly that they are so sweet, they always bring me coffee, even though those things aren't necessarily true in the present moment in your 3D reality, um, the more you dominantly think those thoughts, the more you will see them show up in your life in the preferred way. So in the manifestation community, they say that there is kind of like a time lag between the thoughts that you think and then it's showing up in your reality. It doesn't have to be a very long time lag. It it depends on your persistence and getting rid of those negative thoughts and persisting in the positive ones that you want to see in your reality. Um, I also just want to say all of these laws can be tested so you can pick one and try it for yourself. See how your life will change in the way and also the way that you view your reality. Number five is the law of cause and effect. Every action has an effect. In terms of the law of assumption, our subconscious thoughts are the cause and our re- our our <laughs> I can't say it. Our outer reality that we experience is the effect. So, for example, if you are about to take a serious test and you are doubting yourself with thoughts of I don't know if I can do this, I'm not sure if I'm cut out for this, this test is going to be really hard. The effect will be you don't pass the test. But if you flip those thoughts and persist in them, knowing 100% you are capable of passing the test, then you will pass it. Again, this sounds like super easy, but it's hard because our entire lives, we have just let our thoughts come in and out and we didn't have a mental diet. So now that we know how powerful our thoughts are, it is an everyday mission to filter them and reprogram our brain. The quickest way to reprogram the brain is at night listening to SATs, which is eight hours of audio that could pertain to your desired results. And the reason why this is most effective at night is because I think in the last episode, we talked about how as you're going to bed or um, as you're waking up, your brain is in the theta stage. And that is when your subconscious mind is like fully activated and open to receiving your um, new dominant assumptions. So, um, for example, if you want more confidence in yourself, the sats you listen to could be saying, I am confident, I am successful, I love who I am. And, and this is all on repeat for like eight hours. Um, and it's even more effective if you record your own voice and listen to it at night. And a lot of people who do sats, they wake up just feeling so different than how they, they previous felt previously felt and just inspired for their life and for their day and they just feel so good about themselves so it is highly recommended number six is the law of compensation this law states that what we will receive in life is equivalent to what we are giving out to others for example if you act short and annoyed with the people you meet in public or just people in your life you're going to find that people are 
are reacting the same way towards you. Remember, we are all one. We are all love. The way we treat others is how we are treating ourselves in return. People are always mirroring back to us how we view ourselves and how we and what we put out in the world. Number seven is the law of attraction. This is another law that gets a little controversial with the law of assumption. A lot of people in the past have tried manifesting with the law of attraction, but have felt have left um, law of attraction to use the law of assumption because law of attraction has too many limiting beliefs. Law of assumption is whatever you assume to be true is true. It doesn't matter. There are no... Um, there are no limiting beliefs. There are no, oh, this, um, you can manifest this or it could be something better. Like, no, it's law of assumption. You can have what you want. The law of attraction states that we bring into our lives the things we focus on and give energy to. It's constantly that we have to be thinking positively and feeling good 24-7 to attract what we desire. But law of assumption is more of just knowing that what we desire is already ours and knowing it to be true in our reality until it fully manifests. Next week, I'm going to do a full episode on the difference between law of assumption and law of attraction and why law of assumption brings people more results. Number eight, the law of perpetual transmutation. We can change our lives by changing our thoughts and emotions. We are all made of energy and energy is constantly changing and transforming. When we use our imagination to visualize our desired outcome, we are manipulating our energy to match the energy of the desired outcome. Number nine, the law of relativity. Our perspective shapes our reality. So what we assume to be true will be true in our reality. Everything is relative to our perspective. For example, I am one of five. I have four younger brothers and all of my siblings and I view our parents differently based on our own perspectives. We even view each other differently because we have essentially collected data on each other and have assumed each person to be a certain way. A trippy way to say it is we are the main character of our story and we write scripts or assign roles to each person in our life through our thoughts and assumptions about them. The great thing is we can change how someone shows up for us by changing our thoughts and data we have collected about them, writing a new story about that person and how they show up in our life. Everything in our reality starts from within, as above, so below. Number 10, the law of polarity. Everything has an opposite. This law is more focused on having positive thoughts because by doing so, we are shifting our focus away from the negative that could manifest in our lives. I think I said this last episode, but we are always manifesting 100% of the time. We are manifesting the good in our life and we are manifesting the bad. And it can all be traced back to our dominant thoughts and perspective of who we are and what we deserve. Number 11, the law of rhythm. When we um, 
when we flow with the universe, we align ourselves with our desires. It's like surrendering to your desires and trusting that it will happen. You release all resistance because you know that your manifestation is coming because you already feel as if you have it. You've released any worries of it not coming. This puts you in a state of peace instead of of worry or fear that you won't get your manifestation. I recently learned the Chinese term wu-wi, and it means to take no action or effortless action. Examples of how we can do this in our life is by doing things that ground us like painting, listening to a friend, and turning off our technology for the day or night. We are so attached to our 3D world and the busyness of it that to receive our desires, we need to put ourselves in the rhythm of receiving. Clear our thoughts and be present in the moment, not let our minds go to the future or the past. In manifesting, we are not thinking about a desire as something outside of us in the future, but we are fully feeling as if we already have it in the present moment, and we don't need to think about the future because it's already here. Also, the past and future are not real. The past is dead. All it is are memories from the past and the meanings we attach to it and and the emotions we attach to the past. And the future is being created in our current thoughts. Every day, there is only ever the present moment. Every second that passes is a new moment to change our thoughts and in turn change our life. Okay, the last universal law is the law of gender. Everything in the world has a masculine and feminine energy. Our conscious mind is known as the masculine, and our subconscious mind is known as the feminine. Our conscious mind wants to do the work and take the action, whereas the subconscious mind is receiving all of our thoughts and desires and saying yes to them, whether good or bad. Everyone and everything experiences a mixture of feminine and masculine energy, no matter what gender you are. From the, from the moment that we think and persist in our new desired reality, which is the feminine, it takes a gestational period for it to show up in our reality, which is the masculine. And this is kind of like a hard concept to understand. So here's a little like metaphor. Um, manifesting is like having a baby. When you conceive the baby or plant the seed in the subconscious mind, which is the subconscious mind receiving the um, desired reality or the thought of the desired reality, it takes nine months for the baby to come full term and to be in our reality, which is the masculine, our conscious mind seeing our manifestation. And it takes time. This metaphor is basically that, you know, it does take time for our feminine subconscious brain to manifest so that we see our desired outcome in our 3D reality, which is our consciousness. 
All right. The law of assumption aligns with all 12 of these law universal laws. I think it's important to note that to change our reality, it is not something that can occur overnight. And that might be a limiting belief, but we are humans and we have intrusive thoughts and negative things that cross our mind. It's natural. It's how we've been programmed since we were we were born. But to get our full manifestations, we have to pers- persist through that and have faith and belief that we can have our desires even before you can see it in the physical world. This also is um, where time can often impact whether someone persists in their manifestation or not. They notice that a lot of time has gone by without receiving their desire, so they give up, when in reality, you are always manifesting, so there's no such thing as giving up. It's just choosing to not have control of your own mind and let whatever happens, happens, which is a little chaotic and the way that many people live today. You kind of have to be honest with yourself, like, are you persisting or are you letting those negative thoughts come in? When you're daydreaming, are you daydreaming about your um, desired outcome? Are you daydreaming about um, what you don't want to, to occur? We have to keep the faith. Know that God is our creator. We are all one consciousness and we are the only one that has complete tr- control over our life. It is not outside of us, but it is within us. P.S. In our next episode, we are continuing to talk about the law of assumption and how we can manifest the lives we want. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. I would love to hear your feedback. Make sure to follow Gia and I on TikTok at hotgirlsread underscore podcast. You can also fill out the Q&A if you are listening on Spotify and have questions you'd like me to answer on the next episode. Episodes will be dropped on Sundays. Thank you all so much for listening. See you all next time on Hot Girls Read with Stina. Oh, 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 oh